Hi, thank you for tuning in to the Finding Harmony podcast with me, your host, Harmony Slater. Hello, and welcome to this very special Christmas Eve episode of the Finding Harmony podcast. I'm just so happy you're here joining us today. We have a really fun episode for you. I hope that you love it. You know, Christmas is a time that's filled with joy and love and togetherness, but let's face it, it can also be a very challenging time. And I know I've had some Christmases where I've been in the holiday spirit and felt really high and excited. And then there's been other Christmases where I've felt a little bit bah humbuggy and just wanted to not participate and just curl up in a blanket and read my book and be left alone. (laughs) So I know that it can be a time of great joy and love and excitement. And if you're not feeling it, that's totally, totally good too. I hope that you're able to just embrace wherever you're at and really treat yourself right. Give yourself this time for whatever you need, whatever feels like the perfect holiday experience for you, whether it's with loved ones or by yourself, just really listen to what you need and make sure you take that time to give yourself something special this holiday season, whatever that may be. And I also wanted to remind you how powerful humor can be during the holidays, especially when we are doing things that maybe we don't necessarily want to be doing. And that using humor and not taking ourselves too seriously, especially when in family situations, can help us to shift the dynamic of difficult things or difficult topics when they come up and keep tensions at a low and help us to navigate whatever we're facing. So hopefully this episode will give you a good laugh and will continue to uplift you during this holiday season and help you feel inspired and know that you're not alone and will hopefully help you also embrace the true spirit of Christmas, love and togetherness and peace and joy and also I feel connecting to your own spiritual center, whatever that higher self, that higher wisdom is for you. That taking this time to connect to it is really, really important. Even if it's just waking up a little early and taking some quiet time for yourself to sip your coffee, to write in your journal, to reflect on the year past and to create a vision for the new year coming. It's such a potent time of year, a little cocoon where we can really take advantage of that. And if you'd like a tool that can help you, then I would encourage you to download my free reflection workbook. It's a beautiful workbook that will help you to reflect on the year past and also create a really powerful vision for 2024. You can find it in the show notes and it's a free offering, a gift, a little Christmas gift just for you. I I hope that you love it. I think it's a really special process. It's something that I do myself, that I love to do at this time of year, specifically the time in between Christmas and New Year, to help me just celebrate everything that's happened, to really acknowledge and take that time to celebrate and and then also look forward and not just plan and goal set, but really reassess what I want, what my vision is, connect to some of those big values like creativity or connection or purpose and and then align my path with where I want to be. And I still have a few spots left in my More Than Asana mentorship. So if you'd like to create an inner compass to connect to your values, your purpose, and infuse your practice infuse your teaching, infuse how you are showing up in the world with more courage, confidence, and creativity, and help you set up your 2024 year in a really powerful way. So you can also check that out on my website, harmonyslater.com. 
forward slash more dash than dash asana. You can also find the link in the show notes. So without further ado, let's just jump right in to this fun, hilarious holiday special podcast. Merry Christmas. Oh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. It's nice to be invited to these. I understand now that uh, invitations are based on good behavior. <laughs> yeah, well, we're just doing a little a little catch-up, you and I. It feels like it's been a long time since we caught it's up. It's certainly been a couple of days, a couple of weeks since you've invited me to be on the podcast. <laughs> I'm so curious. What are you looking forward to this Christmas? I'm looking forward to reviewing the year uh, past. Oh. Wait, that's what you told me? Do you have something prepared? I have, I have, I have some uh, historical documents. Okay. Prepared. Uh, just kind of wanted to mention a few things, and as we went through the last year, did you actually really want to talk about what I'm looking forward to for Christmas? Yeah. What are you looking forward to? Well, do you want to go backwards or forwards? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. You know me. I like to go in round circles. And round. <laughs> There's a song, isn't it? <laughs> Circle in the sand. No, no, the, the swinging pony goes no. round and round. I don't know that one. That's a Joni Mitchell. She's from Saskatchewan. Oh, okay. Joni Mitchell song. All and right. The pony goes round and round. Well, what do you got? Oh, yeah. So I thought um, it's been a year since last year. Yes. <laughs> That's true. And uh, just kind of, I found a list of important events that happened from the last year. I was thinking that there was uh, the anniversary of January sixth, the attack on the Capitol. That was two years back. But there was a there was an anniversary last. Oh, there's going to be an anniversary every year. Well, it was a big event. Yeah. Also, on January eighth. <laughs> uh, which was cool. That was Elvis's birthday. Also, my father's birthday. I want to say happy birthday to Dad. Yeah, coming That's up. Cool. Didn't we do something for Elvis? We went to Nashville this year and to Memphis. Memphis is where um, uh, Elvis was interred, laid to rest. Yeah. He was tired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he had some trouble <laughs> that <Wow>. morning. <laughs> you know, the thing that I missed, we also, we watched the Elvis movie this year. We did. And I was thinking that was probably how we ended up in, in Memphis. Um, how I got to Memphis. That's, that's also how, a song. It's a Tom T. Hall song. How, <laughs> and that's how I got to Memphis. And that's how I got to Memphis. Uh, we watched the film. You know what they missed in that film? What? Was uh, Elvis being so high on drugs that he had um, constipation and had a heart attack trying to poop. On the toilet. On the toilet. <laughs> they, they didn't... That was not in the film. No. We only discovered that on site. Yes. And spoiler alert. <laughs> he dies on the toilet. <laughs> So, um, I enjoyed that film a lot. I thought it was good, but I know you don't like it. Sucks ass. Oh, language. Uh, Are you going to edit that out? No, it's Christmas Eve. No one's editing anything. (laughs) (laughs) Drink up. Drink up, Anderson Cooper. Um, Also, what happened on January 8th, the supporters of Bolsonaro stormed the capital of the Brazilian National Congress because Lula da Silva became president. And everybody like, we're going to have our own January 6th in Brazil. Do you remember that? Do you remember the people attacking Brazil? And there's every... I don't remember that, no. I'm sorry, Brazil. Many of our listeners at home will remember I'm sorry. That. <laughs> I don't but remember that. <laughs> what were you doing? Can we maybe keep our, our, our reflections on non political things these are the things that happened also so the <laughs> fa- you don't remember that you don't remember no. that happened i remember your mom's birthday in disneyland and we oh, went to that was in january the star cruiser february oh, that was in february well that's interesting yeah we had we were the 
some of the last people to of the last people some of the first and last people to enter and leave the star Star cruiser Cruiser was disney world fabulous (laughs) i understand that it was expensive do you want to tell the people at home how much we spent on that (laughs) no that that's maybe too embarrassing oh my word we we got to dress up like star wars characters what? And you, I was Princess Leia type. And you were, Jediah was Jediah a was, Darth Vader type, a dark was, side type. Yeah, and Anakin Skywalker turning into Darth Vader And type. I was a smuggler. You were a smuggler, and, and your we, mom was also a smuggler. We kind of realized in the course of that whole weekend that everyone in the Star Wars universe fits in that camp. Yes. They're either good side yes. with uh, Princess Leia and yeah. um, the Force, or their dark side, and they, yeah. whatever reason they're in that camp, usually they're addicted to power, attracted to <laughs> Yes, attracted power. to power. And I think our son is also attracted to power. I think he's, Probably. A, he's a vulnerable well, child. Well, he likes to be in control of things. He's I a typical he feels... eight in the Enneagram, I believe. Eights like to, they need to feel in control of things to feel safe, and I think that's his type. Your, your type is an artist type. That's a type four in the Enneagram. I like to feel like... You in, like to feel unique. Oh, yeah. I prefer that to being in control. Yeah. You pref- <laughs> prefer to feel unique <laughs> over being in control. Ooh, yeah. yeah. I like having a story. Yeah. 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 Good. Well, it, was, it reminds me that one of the highlights of the year for me was, you know, the art critic, uh, Jerry... Um, Jerry. Jerry Saltz. Um, was asking people to tell stories on his Instagram. He just invited people. Mm. And I told my story about being arrested in Mongolia. Yeah. The whole thing and the Trans-Siberian Railway and being in this in the cell lockup and, yeah. you know, asking the other Pakistani guys that I was in prison with if I could have some of their hash and, you know, being refused. <laughs> told the whole story on Instagram. It took like two paragraphs. Yeah, I'm sure you appreciated that. <laughs> 130 people on his Instagram liked my story. I got loads of new followers from that. That was a highlight. I was like the number one person on his, that particular story. That particular thread. That particular thread. I was really excited about that. Yeah. I like getting his attention. I know you love that guy because it makes you feel unique. I do feel unique when I get attention (laughs) from him. I've got like a whole painting that I made because he said something to me on Instagram. I I made a painting of... The Instagram. Yeah. What number are you, sweetie? I'm a number three. I thought we would both be four. Mm, I'm a three with a four wing, sometimes with a two wing. You're like a chicken? <laughs> I'm like a chicken. <laughs> like a chicken. You, you sing that chicken song around the house all the time. Was <laughs> it chicken, true. chicken? I don't know. I you know see? the song, but you I can't think of it right now. Chicken, chicken. But the three pattern is, um, I feel useful or I my drive is to succeed so oh that's succession you're more like an aries like an achiever an achiever that's a three three is the achiever four is the artist you would prefer to achieve than be unique yeah oh that's so weird isn't it but i do have Mm. the four wings so i like the uniqueness and then the two is also the helper so Mm. i also have this helping side i really feel like it's important to achieve through being of service as well. Something when I like think of uh, four wings, I think of the labia majoris and minoris. Oh, my god! That's what I think of. When someone says four wings to me, that's the first thing I think of. <laughs> an orchid, everyone, an orchid. <laughs> also, I like orchids. We have a massive collection of orchids in the house that I take very good care of because when they bloom, I'm ecstatic. <laughs> Like, oh, my orchids came back. Oh. Okay, what else you got for the the reflection someone, of our year? Someone else who was very <laughs> interested in achievement this year were the Chinese. Their spy balloons uh, were shot down all over the United States and Canada. Do you remember that? I do kind of remember something about that. That was cool. That. People, they were really trying to spy... <laughs> And the rev- it, their achievement was off the off, off the, the charts, charts, way into the atmosphere, <laughs> and they got all shot down. <laughs> it was terrible. Well, it's, you know, spy balloons and all. That's it's. You know what show really um, gave me goosebumps this year? The spy balloon show. Kind of has <laughs> to do with spy balloons. The spy balloon TV show. We watch a lot of TV. 
Yeah, no, that movie that was just released, and I highly recommend it. If we saw it in the you theater, seen it. no, <gasps> Napoleon. On, no, we not that one. Oh. The one with Julia Roberts and Ethan Hawke. <gasps> that was on TV. Yeah, that was a movie on TV on Netflix. The end of the world or something. Uh, something like that. What does that have to do with spy balloons? Well, there was like all kinds of technology things oh, in the atmosphere happening. Right. Yeah, yeah. That went really badly. For example, the all last of the days Teslas, or something. The end of days. The end of days. The, the Teslas all attacked the each the, other. Each other. <laughs> I, anyway, you have to watch it. I'm finding myself really more creepy. and more attracted to apocalyptic shows. Yeah, don't. It's scary. Can you explain to our listeners why? I might be attracted to that. Because you like chaos inside. You know, I kind of like, I get excited by it when things blow up. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, wow, this is the end. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's hope it's not the end this year. Let's keep this on on a... On an upbeat note, no more apocalyptic talk. What did we say when we watched that film that we think we're probably like, maximum no, 10 maybe again. 15 years away from this happening like a full no we're gonna apocalypse we're, keep it on the up, up upbeat it's christmas eve no but i'm excited about that <laughs> <laughs> that would really would be it's amazing christmas eve. like if we go from christmas eve with our nice house and our and our giant upright base and our lovely couches and our dogs to living in like uh oh like a hut by the side of the road like just bitching at each other about how upset we are about how things have turned out. You know what that makes me think about? How important it is to be grateful for what we have. Oh, I'm so... You know what we did, what we didn't haven't talked about at all? Mm-hmm. I'm getting into March now. There's an event that happened in March I was going to talk about, which was the collapse of the Silicon Valley Bank. Doom and gloom. Nobody wants news. to talk about doom that's, and gloom on Christmas Eve. That's the news, sweetie. I don't like the news. I don't watch the news. These I try are the not events to pay attention the past to the year. news. The things that people pay attention to are always conflict no, and disaster-based. I think that's we how they get on the news. Talk about peace and love the and nice happiness. The nice thing that happened to us this year is we got a puppy. <laughs> we did get a new puppy. That and was so, nice. Th- you know, in March of last year, we were dealing with this dog who is very different from the old dog. Yes, this dog's very cute and sweet. Oh, he's so cute. Not that our other sweet. dog isn't cute and sweet, but well, she's she's, she's a serious dog. She has hobbies like killing squirrels and stuff. Do you know what she did the other day? <laughs> she treed a bobcat. That's true, she did. That was crazy. Yeah, we had a giant bobcat in our backyard. And she went after it. <laughs> and it climbed the tree it to was, get away from her. <laughs> in my personal opinion, it was it outweighed her by 30 pounds. At least. <laughs> it was, she's 20 pounds. I think this thing was 50 pounds. At least. At least. And I remember it, it came up out of the fence, scared out of its mind. And the first thing that I thought when I saw it, it's like, oh, it's a little kitty cat. And then I thought, oh, no, that's a mountain lion. <laughs> and I'm in trouble. Yeah, you are in trouble. <laughs> and I'm like, how, what do I now do about these dogs? What do I do with myself? What do I do? And then the next thing that I realized is like it had no tail. It was spotted like, oh, it's a bobcat. And I'm still in trouble. Yeah, because they're giant. They're, they're big. They're big mammoth yeah. things. And I let out like this kind of monkey roar. Yeah. Brrr, you know, like yeah. that kind of sound. <laughs> and it just looked at me, which is the same thing that coyotes did. That was also this last yeah. winter. That Our was also got, this she year. She got bitten by a coyote. She got bit on the butt by a coyote. And I made the same sound of the coyote. <laughs> the coyote did the same thing. It just looked at me like... Well, they're trying to assess, like, who how you, dangerous is this who creature? Who do you think you're scaring? Yeah. Yeah, they're just like, I don't know. Is he really Is he really wild? He looks pretty tame to me. That's what they're assessing. Is that what you think of when you look at me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Well, you know what I really loved about last year, too? What's that? I was teaching at the retreat center in Tenerife. Oh, yeah. The yeah. Purple Valley retreat center which i am looking forward to going back to this year same time march this is the ghost of christmas past though we're still on. i know but we we went to the i went there last year and it was so beautiful 
so meditative, so transformative. It was the first time that I really had felt in a long time, like very peaceful, very serene, very beautiful, just quiet vibrations, beautiful students, incredible food. It was just so refreshing for my spirit, my heart, my soul. It made me fall in love with yoga again and the practice. And so this year I'm going back in 2024 for two weeks. Without me again. I'm sorry. To experience this <laughs> sensation again. Yeah, one week wasn't long enough. So it's... this time we're going for two weeks. And I'm teaching a mentorship program there for two weeks, which I cannot wait. And you don't have to be a yoga teacher to come, but... Oh, I'm not just, a yoga teacher. No, not anymore. <laughs> no, you're you're going to be teaching with me in January in the Silicon Valley. Oh, speaking of speaking of the Silicon Valley collapse, <laughs> way to do a callback, sweetie. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be there in yeah, yeah. Los Gatos at Breathe yeah. Together Yoga, teaching Mysore together and some workshops. And you're going to fall in love with yoga again too in January of 2024. That's my prediction. That's your prediction for me. Yeah. Or our listeners who are going to come to the retreat in Tenerife. Uh, well, they could come visit us in Silicon Valley in January, or they could come to Tenerife with me in March, which would also be lovely. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Yeah, good. <laughs> good All right, well, moving on. So I, I wanted to kind of blow your mind a little bit. Guess what thing this year, which seems endemic to our entire experience of the internet and what everyone's talking about, only happened this year? What? The invention or release of the invention oh, yeah. of ChatGPT. Right, AI. That was that was in March, which is seven months seven months ago. Really? Maybe even six months ago, ChatGPT was released to the world. Oh my gosh! I can't believe it's been that long. Only that long, you mean? Well, no, but it. I mean, it doesn't feel like it's been that long in a weird way. I feel like that that was not long ago. We're having very we're different experiences of time. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. That's interesting. Even... Do you use ChatGPT? Do you ever get on there and use ChatGPT? What do you As use a, it for? My brother uh, almost every week sends me a conversation that he has with ChatGPT, and he likes to go through an emotional cycle where he accuses Chat of a position oh my that chat then um, tries to back away from and disagree with or defend. And then he comes around to a resolution and a gratitude with chat. Are you serious? He sends me the entire text exchange. That's insane. And he does it all the time. And then he comes back around <laughs> to accusing it again of, of you know, uh, backtracking on its, on, its, on its original point. And then I get these, these ex exchanges. And then, of course... I have to then read them all and comment on it for my brother to feel a sense of... Uh, acknowledgement. Acknowledgement. I yeah. wonder what his Enneagram type is. Well, he doesn't listen to the fucking show. Maybe he would know if he did. <laughs> Where's my acknowledgement? Is what I, that's what I want to know. Well, we'll be spending a lot of time with him this Christmas Eve. Oh, you know, you know all of the different events we're going to do with David? Because we are going to be in Austin, Texas with your family. We're going to go. I don't know if he's going to go to the Longhorns basketball game, but we're going to go. Mm -hmm. We're going to go to the Formula One uh, track. track, and we're going to go around it in go-karts. That'll be amazing. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Um, we're going to play Dungeons and Dragons together as a family. That'll be fun. Do you have a character picked out that you want to you want to be? Um, nothing I know of right yet, but I'll. But if make you could be up. like a little elf wizard, that's probably be what that's right, right where you would sit. Yeah, that's up my alley. That's up your maybe alley. maybe a witch. I'd like to be I'd like to be a elf or a fairy witch. Not a lot of females in D and D, but we'll see what we can do. Yeah, well, warlock witch is kind of in the same realm. I think you can be a wizard. I'll be a wizard then. <laughs> is there a, maybe there's a female? I want to be an elf wizard though. Is there a female form of wizard? Yeah, a witch. I don't think they have that in D and D, sweetie. Well, we can just make it. It's not. Let's make a new non-binary, um, non-gendered term for magic people. Halston, <laughs> the the fashion designer. It's a non-binary, non-gendered magic person. Magic person. Magic person. I don't know. 
I want something more magical. Oh, he's magic. He invented the caftan. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's amazing. The (laughs) moo-moo. All these amazing things. It was great. And hats. uh, Oh, the pillbox hat. He invented the pillbox hat that Jacqueline Kennedy was wearing. Yeah. Oh, my God. The leopard skin pillbox hat that um, Bob Dylan sang about. Yeah. You know what most people probably don't know about you? Is your obsessive love for that fashion show. Project Runway? Yeah. Every episode. (laughs) I've seen every episode and every time I, I every time someone is kind of struggling in life yeah i think about what tim gunn would say <laughs> make it work <laughs> see now people yeah. have learned something new about you today see that's the kind of thing that i, I mean i think our, our listeners probably know this about us but we've also we've also seen together you and i every episode of hell's kitchen yes but it's for the same reason mm. PTSD. <laughs> it's it's like trauma therapy. Yeah, we yeah. we get off on watching other people experience the trauma <laughs> that we experienced, both in our separate art forms of of uh, dance and painting, dance mm-hmm. and painting, and we then we decided to you know reinvest in the same kind of experience in yoga. Yeah, in yoga we got that experience that we were looking for. Well, yeah, there's something there's something about that, right? A pattern of seeking validation outside of ourselves, mm. trying to find self-worth by the approval of outside sources. And I think there's something in our society or especially speaking in, in our us. professions <laughs> of being artists, dancers, painters, uh, creatives, right? That there is this external seeking. You were seeking achievement and I'm seeking uniqueness. Yeah. And when we went to Mysore, that played out in our experience being in Mysore. That's the way in which we tried to, um, um, how would you say, be, immerse, loved. be loved, but immerse ourselves yeah. in the culture. We looked for those, yeah. uh, those experiences. Yeah, it's uh, fascinating, isn't it? When you start to understand like a deeper sort of unconscious, uh, drive or root kind of pattern. It's not like who who you are um, as a person, but it's your typical pattern that you mm-hmm. fall into for whatever yeah. reasons. Um, and then you become aware of it. Then you start to see how that unconscious drive has been very pervasive through every decision. endeavor or decision yeah. or what what's you found even interesting or how you've approached a certain task or job or Mm -hmm. experience yeah and then you can really like understand oh that's what's motivating me that's what's driving me and then you can start to look at whether it's healthy or not right right like is is you know is always seeking achievement healthy no not always right because then you become a workaholic you burn out you have all these problems (laughs) you get you get a an autoimmune disorder (laughs) yeah and then you're forced to relax and then when you're forced to not achieve right or if you're forced to really go in and look at can i love myself or am i lovable without achieving right then you start doing that inner work or Mm -hmm. you know am i lovable without being unique without having a story having a story that is special it's interesting because thinking back on those times that's 20 years ago now it's 2023 end of 2023 mm. and we met in 2004 yeah and you know i i remember exactly meeting you the first time i remember seeing you on the little bench out in the foyer <laughs> and you i think you told me once you said the same thing you remember the first time you saw me practicing yeah and i think you said to the person next to you like oh, who's that guy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and i but what i remember is that yeah you were an like an overachiever I had that impression of you that, man, she's giving up. She's not eating garlic, not eating onions. She's like doing pranayama. She's going to other, she's going to like, she has other teachers to teach her pranayama. Like she's really trying too hard to achieve. <laughs> and I think you had that same impression about me that I was trying too hard to, to be, stand out. to stand out, be a class to clown. Be, yeah, to be special yeah. in some way. Yeah, it's interesting, right? Even then. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can't get, you, I mean, 
you can be aware of your pattern, but it's just like something about your personality. So it's not about fixing yourself necessarily or it even being a bad thing. It's just that when you have awareness around it, you can then have more conscious choice about how you're behaving in certain situations rather than just falling into that unconscious pattern. Mm -hmm. You can notice like, oh, am I trying to do this thing that I always do here? Mm -hmm. And then you can be like, okay, maybe that's not the best way to respond in this situation. Yeah. Right? Or you can look at, you know, oh, am I am I so driven to succeed that I'm neglecting myself or my family or my loved ones? And you can start to maybe look at other things that you value outside of success, say in my case, or achievement, and how do I create more balance? How can I look at, at just enjoying the experience without needing to you know, be the best or win or have mm-hmm. it be something that's, um, yeah. That's yeah. that I'm associating with success, right? How can you just go to a, a basketball game for the sake of going to a basketball game without, you know, mm-hmm. without it needing to lead to any kind of anything? <laughs> you you go there to to observe you know movement and pattern, and that's that's helpful. If you just go there to observe, yeah. <laughs> the uh, speaking of which, do you remember in late April? Uh-huh. Uh, a mass cult suicide where over a thousand people were found dead in Kenya. Do you remember that? No. Mass cult suicides, not something we want to be a part of. No, not a not desired but experience. The, <laughs> but the desire to be unique and to achieve will probably, uh, that's the danger for us, is that we're going to keep ending up in cults and eventually end up in some kind of mass suicide. <laughs> Because no. our like that, I think we're kind of vulnerable to cultish behavior and cultish seeking behavior. Because there's so much recognition to being a kind of a, a part of it. That's the other thing that we did. We watched mm-hmm. like 20 episodes of a documentary on Anixium, on yeah. the Anixium cult, and we both watched it and said, you know, that kind of looks like a good idea. <laughs> no, we didn't think it looked like a good idea. It's like, no, but that Keith was Keith Raniere that, seems like he's making a lot of sense to me. That was an amazing documentary. But you know what I think that... It was two different documentary series we watched on the same subject. I know. But I think that also really highlights something that is is frightening, is that it's very easy to be manipulated as a human being. Especially for us. No, I think Mm. a lot of people are easily manipulated in different ways, and that... um, that you can end up in situations that you didn't intend to be in quite easily somehow. And mm-hmm. then and then people, I think, get in these situations and don't know how to get out. It's so interesting. You get out by, like, the thing that was hardest for me was the feeling that if I, if I got out or ended my marriage, I would lose my job and lose my income. Hmm. Being financially dependent on a situation is an indicator that you're in a bad situation. Yeah, and I mean, isn't that kind of the definition of a pyramid scheme, though? Hmm. When you are worried that if you separate from something or someone Mm -hmm. or a culture or an organization, Mm -hmm. that your livelihood will then tank yeah because you have a different belief system or a different priority mm-hmm. or a different way of doing something yeah it, deviancy yeah it's very it's interesting something to contemplate into the new year oh. <laughs> you know the uh, fun thing that happened right around when all those people committed suicide oh, in gosh. kenya was we went to alanea in chicago oh yeah and speaking of spending oh. too much money this year yeah um, I don't know if you want to get into how much that dinner cost. <laughs> no. But was it? But there was value. Yes, that was incredible. Uh, did but we spend too much though? Probably. Oh, it was amazing. <laughs> I don't know. It was but so amazing. 
We really、uh, love these、Cooking、Michelin、shows. star restaurants <laughs> and we, James Beard award winning chefs. We had the most amazing seen, food in Memphis. Oh, Memphis. That, we had amazing food in Nashville. That, but that meal that we had in Memphis for about 14 bucks, which was the Memphis vegan barbecue. Do you remember what it was called? Oh, ah, I've. I plant. I don't know. Plant-based heat. I think so. Plant-based heat. I think so, that's what、yeah. it's called because it was plant-based meat, but it was plant-based heat. Yes, I think. And it was, was vegan it. barbecue in Memphis. Yeah, that was amazing. Not very much money, and you wouldn't go there for the decor, but you gotta <laughs> but go there for the food. We had the, food the experience <laughs> that we wanted, which was to feel like we were like just.、Uh, We had penetrated Memphis and had barbecue and had barbecue without the killing of animals. You know, we don't want that. <laughs> well, we wanted to feel like we were a part of the city. Yeah, and that was that was that it was for、place. us. You know, we went to Beale Street, we went to the Pyramid, we went to 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 Elvis's. You know, Graceland. Thing, Graceland. <laughs> Discovered that he's from Tupelo, Mississippi, which I didn't know. Which I, I, I is that with the song "Tupelo Honey" by Van Morrison? Is that what that's about? I don't know. I don't Good know. Good question. But yeah, that that meal was as memorable as Alanea in its own way, and、um, considerably cheaper.、Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't that isn't that the beautiful thing about experiences, right? That. We can have experiences that are a large investment, and we can have experiences that are less of an investment. But really, the、oh. amount that you're investing doesn't necessarily、um, tell you about the experience you're going to have. And they were both very different experiences, though.、Yeah. One was Alanea's basically. Theater. Yeah. I mean, everything's done in such a theatrical way. It's so. Every meal is a particular story or memory、yeah. of the chef. Yeah, and it was like, I mean, you're you're paying for that whole experience, which is from beginning to end. Yeah. And like a. It's like going to the opera. Symphony or an opera. Yeah. And it's happening in your mouth. Yeah. Instead of a party <laughs> in your mouth, it's an opera in your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas the other one was about like feeling. You know the culture of a place and the vibe of a city,、yeah. not like getting escaping. Yeah. Right. One's sort of more fantasy, and one's more of more like grounded and down to earth. So,、mm-hmm. it just depends kind of what you're after. Yeah. At、But、any given time. Sensations in the mouth, I think, is what we were after. <laughs> um. Also, we had, we went to a meal in in Nashville that was cool. But what I was、yeah. gonna say that was a that was a James Beard award winning meal that we went to、yeah. at Husk, and we went there because we had seen on、um, uh, Chef's Table this kind of notion of getting back to、uh, the traditional plants and heritage seeds of an environment,、mm-hmm. and that's a restaurant that celebrates. What food you can get within the fifty-mile radius? Yeah, yeah.、And、that was a cool experience. As I remember, there was a、um, there was one particular item on that menu that blew our minds. Was it like an、oh. Indian dish, like a turmeric dish, a curry? Yeah, is that what it I was? I forget, but there was. I, it was、oh, very it was, good. Ah,、uh, blew our minds. Yeah, but, there. What else? Like. But later on、yeah. that night, this、yes. is really what I was going to. Is we went to go see Nathaniel Rateliff at the Ryman Auditorium, and which, was surprised by Kevin Morby as well. Oh, Kevin Morby was amazing. <laughs> He was super fun and cool.、Yeah. Did you know him already? No, Kevin Morby. Oh, I think I'd heard some of his music before. He was he was fantastic. Yeah. And then Nathaniel Rateliff came on, and that album is playing in our car right now. We get into the car, <laughs> we put that album on. It was it was, was it、great. was church music. When we're in sitting the Ryman in the Ryman, sitting in pews,、yeah. you know, just like white people. And like this is on a how, Sunday. This is how white people, you know, like to, you know, have experiences is sitting in a pew at church. I think a lot of black people enjoy that experience as well. I guess so. And we were kind of up and dancing a lot of the time too. We were not as much、no? as you would get, say,、wow, at a Taylor、true. Swift concert, <laughs> but、uh, certainly very polite. 
Uh, <laughs> oh, think- speaking of musical experiences, <laughs> sweetie, uh, just to, we're just kind of working our way through this year. Okay. Uh, the Eurovision Song Contest uh, was was won by a Swedish contestant, Laureen. She won with the song Tattoo, which makes me think of maybe like the dir- the girl with the dragon tattoo, which is a Swedish book. A lot of our listeners are Swedish, so I just wanted to kind of make sure that we <laughs> oh my did a little call out to those people still listening on Christmas Eve. <laughs> I've never heard of this song before. No, have I? No. All right. Well, let's let's move to some of the other amazing artists. We got, went to Folk Fest in the summer. Oh, and we got to see we, some great we artists. We saw there. at Folk Fest in the summertime. Uh, I love to volunteer every year. Um, I spend four days like making sure people are passing health and safety protocols, I guess, and, you know, their bags aren't, you know, are clean and that whatnot. <laughs> yeah. um, we saw the band, which is really just one guy, California Stars. Oh, uh, Wilco. Wilco. We saw Wilco, which is really just yeah. one guy and a guitar. <laughs> we thought it would be a whole band. I had forgotten that... One of my favorite bands in Texas, which is a band that I kind of grew up with and hung out with and go to their homes and just like, I made paintings of these guys, the Gourds yeah. in uh, Austin, Texas. Yeah. One of the great bands of all time. And if you can look up a song by the Gourds, it would probably be... You can find them out there. Oh, they're all over yeah, YouTube. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. <laughs> um, they did a, an amazing cover of Gin and Juice and they got Snoop Dogg to listen to his song. Yeah. And there's a great video of Snoop Dogg just singing along to Gin and Juice, played Amazing. in a honky-tonk way by the Gourds. Yeah, that's an incredible uh, cover of that song. It's it's better than the real song. Sorry, Snoop. I, but. Oh, <laughs> poor Snoop. But what I didn't know is that Max Johnson, who is Michelle Shock's cousin, he plays several instruments in the band. Okay. Um, and he was in Wilco. Oh, he was uh, the uh, the fiddle player in, in Wilco oh. for and when they started and and um, yes, yeah, so I didn't I didn't realize that. Incredible. We well, found that out at the concert, I think. And speaking of music, we are going to give our whole podcast an overhaul. Come the new year, we're picking new music for okay. our intro, and so there'll be a new intro, which I'm excited about for 2024. And we're also going to change our release date. Instead of from Sunday, we're going to change it to Tuesday. Why are we going to do that? Well, honestly... Because people like to do their yoga practice Sunday morning to the show. Yeah, but I also like to have my weekends. And you're (laughs) telling me that I work too much. And so when we release the podcast on Sunday, I have to work all weekend to get it done. And so now we're going to release it on Tuesday. Because Tuesday is... Hanuman's the, Day. Oh, is it? Yeah. and Didn't know that. Yeah. Um, and Mars. We also, we hired <laughs> a podcast editor, which is cool. That's yes. 200 episodes in. Now we have a podcast editor. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, and they're going to edit at, out all of my jokes. Yeah, Brie mm. at Awkward Sage. That's cool. Who I adore, and she's amazing. And thank God for her, because... Yes, now you have your weekends free. Well, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Maybe. More so. If you if you could stop <laughs> teaching my mom yoga, then you'd have your weekends free. No, I love teaching your mom yoga. It's funny the way you two uh, like each other so much. <laughs> one last thing about the summertime. I've got one more, okay. one more event from the summer. I thought this was amazing. Also a song. Summertime, some, some Janis Joplin. Summertime is a jazz standard. Mm. Yeah, that Janis Joplin covered. Okay. Uh, Billie Holiday is is probably my my favorite version. Okay. But there are like hundreds of of them. Yeah, but I like Janis Joplin. Everyone loves Janis. Um, <laughs> I prefer the like for example, I prefer the Willie Nelson version of Me and Bobby McGee. But like you know, that's just that's <laughs> one thing that I thought was really cool is um, in the summertime, New York City, uh, because of the wildfires from Canada yeah. declared the worst air quality out of any city in the world. And I remember, don't you remember watching that story and thinking like, that's just a typical summer day in Calgary? <laughs> yeah, we had some pretty bad air quality <laughs> yeah, up here like That's too. a normal thing for us, but like once <laughs> the big city gets bad air quality, now it's like on CNN. 
Yeah. Thank you very much. I remember that. Yeah, oh, man. That news item I do remember. <laughs> Come on. Oh, here's another thing that happened in the summertime. The Barbenheimer. Oh, the Barbieheimer. Oh. No, the Barbenheimer. No, wasn't it? Barbieheimer. No. Barbie and Oppenheimer yeah. released the same day. Barbenheimer? Barbieheimer. I think Barbieheimer works better. Barbenheimer. Barbenheimer. Barbie was awesome. I would go again to right now. Yeah, but and we still have to watch Oppenheimer. Oh, we didn't get there. Yeah, if any of our listeners at home want to uh, tell us what <laughs> give they us a review <laughs> of Oppenheimer, you can leave it in the show notes or on our Instagram, Finding Harmony Podcast. Uh, please yeah. <laughs> share what you thought of Oppenheimer and why we should watch. Maybe it's the Robert Downey Jr. angle. He's in that movie. Ooh. And he's up for an Oscar this year. Oh, I love Robert Downey Jr. So we should think about maybe um, uh, seeing it for him. Yeah. Also, um, I am the destroyer of worlds. All things are contained in me. All things are me. That that line is Oppenheimer talking about the uh, nuclear bomb. It seems like there's a yoga angle for us. We could see the film, do a review on the show. Because we're always sort of... <laughs> hungry for content on this show (laughs) that's an incredible quote yeah it is yeah yeah do you remember when russia invaded itself when the um prigozhin invaded uh moscow and everybody in moscow was like yeah i guess we're being invaded now no i don't remember that either (laughs) you don't remember the wagner group nope (laughs) wagner group leader yevgeny prigozhin nope and then he was then assassinated by Putin for doing that? No recollection. Sorry, Russia. Oh, there we go. <laughs> All right, let's get into October then. Fucking hell. Um, <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> uh, Rupert Murdoch retired. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The problem is every time I think of Rupert Murdoch now, I think of that actor. Um, the one from... Succession. Hell's Kitchen. No, Graham, from Succession. What's his name? The cook? The chef? No. Graham, chef Gordon Ramsay. No. Because <laughs> that's what I think of. You Every think time of I Gordon watch Hell's Ramsay? Kitchen, it's like we're giving yet more of our, of our attention, our eyes to Fox News. <laughs> but it's not Fox News. It's Fox Television. It's Fox Entertainment. It's just no. I feel terrible. I feel like a hypocrite watching Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, you should. When I we give like, oh, you mean Succession? Yeah. You mean Jeremy Strong? No, yeah. I think of Brian Cox, and and I like him. When you think of Rupert Murdoch retiring? Well, I don't even know what Rupert Murdoch looks like, but I know what Brian Cox looks like, and I like him. And have you ever seen my testicles while I'm trying to get into the shower? What? <laughs> That's what Rupert Murdoch looks like. Oh, my God. <laughs> and you walk in. He's like, whoa, what's the... Uh, Russell? Is that you? Oh, shit. Sorry, sweetie. I'll, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start locking the bathroom door, sweetie. Please don't walk in on me while I'm trying to go to the shower. It's not... No. No, it's not Rupert Murdoch. That's me. That's my ass. <laughs> The Beatles released a new song this year. Oh, yeah, I heard that. That was cool. <laughs> Thank God. From the Grave. Uh, what would have been cool is if it was actually called From the Grave. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Several of them have died, right? Several, yes. Yeah. Um, Australia defeats India in the Cricket World Cup. And that's basically the whole year of it. Oh, both of my teams, the New Orleans Saints and the Golden State Warriors, 2023 was the year they died. They are done. You can stick a fork in their butt and turn them over. (laughs) They are done. It will be another five years before you'll be hearing from those teams again. Let's not end on a a downer, on a Debbie Downer note. This is the wintertime. All things die. All things die. That's a song. All things die. All things die. Sufjan Stevens. Yeah, that's, that's a right. song by that's, Sufjan that's Stevens. That's not what it's called, though. But all yeah. things die. No, it's not called that. It's all things go. All things go. It's the same. Yeah. It means the same thing. I know. I know. That's a and beautiful it's a happy, song. We should put that. Can we get the rights to that? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> get yeah. the rights to that. We can't play no. that. No, I doubt it. We can't play that. On Probably the... not. But mm. maybe we could just 
we could just sing it or hum it along. Mm. So looking back on all of these wonderful, tragic That's the whole year. Events of twenty twenty three and fun, beautiful. What are what are your takeaways? What are your big takeaways for twenty twenty three? You know, um I think that one of the takeaways that I'll take away from is is, is that with Jed we kind of very suddenly got an adult living in her house. He yeah. went from, when, when we were at Star Cruiser at the beginning of the year, he was a little baby. I know. He was just a little baby boy running around in his Star Cruiser outfit. And, <laughs> I know. You know. But like, if he came back to that right now, he oh would be gosh. one, he'd be the tallest kid there. He would be even the only be one, the kid. He'd, he'd be, be the only one shaving. <laughs> he needs to shave badly. And, you know, he'd be like, look, scoring chicks. He wouldn't be like trying to cozy up to the dark side the way that he was last year. I know. He'd be like looking for girls. That's where he's (laughs) at now. And so we, this, what's going to happen next year is that we're going to be like you and I adjusting to living with an adult. Yeah. There's an adult in our house. That's something to look forward to, isn't it? Yeah. It's so interesting, like, to see that transformation over a year to really go from being... Like, I'm going to say 80% boy, 20% teen. Yeah, yeah, to, to like 80% teen. 80% teen, 20% yeah. boy. He kind of weirdly cuddled <laughs> up to you the other night, and I was like, oh, he's infantilizing. That's so fun. No, but it doesn't happen very mama. often. It doesn't happen very often. No, no. But he's sweet. He's really, really sweet. Yeah. Which and I'm grateful for. Last night we went to his performance, which was extraordinary yeah. on the on the his half orchestra performance. Orchestra end of the year orchestra performance. And he's so confident and comfortable up there, uh, playing the bass. Yeah. And we went um he decided to wear my trench coat to the event because yeah, he thought he'd he look had cool. a whole look. And so he's all black with his like tan trench coat. Yeah. And he kind of knew what he was doing. Like, yeah. I'm gonna, I want to look cool for this. Yeah. <laughs> and as we were walking down the hallway behind him, every girl in the school, like, nearly broke their necks doing a double take. <laughs> oh, like, is that Jed? And like, oh, it's Jed. It's Jediah. <laughs> they don't call him Jed, probably. I don't know what they call him in their little Jediah, in their little um, j- diary journals. Dear diary. <laughs> Jay. <laughs> please, please let me be alone with Jay. Just once in the coming year. Oh, my gosh. Please, please, please. (laughs) I mean, he's getting phone calls from his cousins about girls that see him on Instagram that want to make out with him. Yeah. And he was like, he just turns them down. He's not interested. He's, yeah, he's getting enough. He's too busy. He's too busy. All right. So let's wrap this up. That's what we're putting a bow on it. What are you most grateful for for 2023 well i said this to my mom the other day i'm so grateful that this is going to sound a little bit funny but i'm so grateful that i can take you for granted (laughs) it's in a it's i take you for granted in that i i you and i have you know stuff that we work on we communicate about stuff we have things that irritate each other um, but most of the time, we're just like hanging out, making each other giggle, mm-hmm. we're cooking, watching our cooking shows. We walk these fucking dogs every day, <laughs> and but like, there's no like, like we're not gonna like start going to couples counseling. Like we could, I guess, but it, <laughs> I just nothing wrong with couples counseling. No, no, no there's nothing wrong with couples counseling. But if you're in couples <laughs> counseling, it's a bad sign. Um, <laughs> no, but I just, I just not. have this like deep, deep seated trust and and gratefulness that we're together we're a family that we live together and this is what we're going to be doing forever and it's Mm -hmm. just feels forever and we're like what we're seven years in i know you feel itchy i know you know how you're doing (laughs) you go off to turkey every year and do your whatever that you know (laughs) sex cult thing is that you do there but um i feel really comfortable with us and so yeah. I feel really grateful. And I feel like I, I I try to, like, be nice to you while also feeling like I can take you for granted. Mm. Does that make sense? I think so, yeah. I don't, maybe that, maybe I'm... <laughs> I'm not a, sure it's going to translate to the listeners f- at home. It's a raising issue. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I just I- trust that you're always going to be here with me. Yeah, that's nice. That's beautiful. Is that a different way of saying uh, taking you for granted? Yeah. 
I think I it's think. the same thing, though. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Granite. I take. I, mean, I take you for granite. Granite, like solid rock. I take you for granite. <laughs> <laughs> that, I think that's a song too. Solid. solid so, that's a Bob Seger tune. There you go with a dead solid as a rock. Let's put that. Can we get the rights to that song? <laughs> no. Well, I'm really grateful also for our family and our home and our dogs and just like these mundane things in life that um, that are really divine in nature and really spiritual mm. in nature. And, and even things, you know, as much as you complain about walking the dogs, it's a beautiful time of day to get outside and to be away from electronics and breathing fresh air and... Just like watching these dogs be totally hilarious and cute mm -hmm. and chase bobcats up trees and do all <sighs> kinds of things. And it's it's refreshing. And, and also watching our sun grow and transform. It's like a miracle right before your eyes. Mm. And yet it's the most natural, common thing in the world. And our relationship... Like you say, just cooking dinners, you know, watching ridiculously stupid television mm -hmm. that's completely meaningless and not contributing to anything, God. which is really actually quite healthy and good for me because it does not oh, at yeah, all yeah. <laughs> contribute it achieve to anything. No, it achieves nothing. <laughs> but you still <laughs> maniacally want to finish the series. <laughs> yeah, I want to finish it. You <laughs> don't need to achieve this. <laughs> but it's... <laughs> It's very, it's like just healing when you can tap into the sacred within the mundane. I think mm -hmm. it, it stops this propulsion, propulsion, or maybe this constant craving in a propensity. way. Propensity. Propensity. Yeah. I don't know. There's some p word that is. <laughs> it mm -hmm. helps to really ground you in the present moment and and just really find that sense of contentment maybe that sense of santosha mm. which is really a, a deep satisfaction with life as it is yeah and it doesn't mean that you're not you know constantly creating new things or striving for new things or exploring new things or wanting new experiences but it's also just a a really immensely deep satisfaction and gratitude for what is and what is unfolding what is happening as it's happening mm. and i think that's what i'm most grateful for this year mm. i mean every year but mm. i'm aware of it this year so that's going to be my gratitude mm. <laughs> oh that's awesome so we're gonna we're gonna uh do this again we're gonna go through all of the episodes and not all of them but like we're gonna talk about our favorite episodes because we've got our 200th episode coming yeah up. it's coming up that'll it's be coming great. up real soon that'll be cool we can talk about that in another podcast <laughs> well. um also i just need to um asterisk footnote uh thank you to tim allen for the uh ball sack joke i just i borrowed that that's gotta get credit. <laughs> credit. where credit's due <laughs> Tim, Tim Allen. Allen, the star of one of the Home top five greatest films of all time, oh. Galaxy Quest. And Home Improvement. Never saw it. That was a TV show. Didn't watch it. It's huge. Don't like sitcoms. Yeah, but you love them. Galaxy Quest. It's top five film of all time. It's basically the same thing. Not whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's a three camera uh, studio tv show and the other is a is a majestic film about the, the human experience mm. <laughs> all right well if you haven't already put on your holiday movie selection great holiday movie selection galaxy quest <laughs> that's sigourney weaver tim allen oh amazing amazing film that's justin long and a russell's recommendation for christmas viewing for christmas tonight people nothing apocalyptic only uplifting it's so uplifting every single time <laughs> by throthgar's hammer i will avenge thee I fucking ball my eyes he out cries. every you... single time I watch the movie. I ball my <laughs> eyes out. If you want to see what will make oh. Russell cry, put on Galaxy Quest tonight. 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 You can find it free, I'm sure. And uh, if not that, then you can put on the Christmas story. <laughs> 
great film. Also, yeah, fine. not a not a top five. Not film a of top all time, five film, but great film. Themed for the evening, Christmas Eve. Alec Rickman. Alec oh, Rickman. Oh my god, he's so oh. good. He's so good. Harry Potter could also be a good option for Christmas Eve. But like, you're gonna want to go with a Galaxy Quest. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yes, yeah. let's be honest. It's Galaxy Quest. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Finding Harmony podcast. And I hope that you are still with us. And if not, then I hope you're off doing something beautiful and wonderful this Christmas Eve with your family. And we look forward to connecting with you next week on New Year's Eve. Oh, my God. And in the new year on Tuesdays with our new intro and music, which we're both ecstatic for. Shout out to Tony Shalhoub, Sam Rockwell, Rain Wilson, Tim McDonald, <laughs> uh, all the amazing actors who started in Galaxy Quest. Greatest top five film of all time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Finding Harmony. With me, your host, Harmony Slater. You can find out more information on my website, harmonyslater.com. And I look forward to connecting with you again soon.